Today, we've got a married couple with an incredible story. In not even their first full year on Amazon, they've grossed over half a million dollars. And in not even their first full month on TikTok shop, they've grossed over a quarter of a million dollars. And they're going to share how it's possible to set up a TikTok shop account in only 10 minutes. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Are you browsing a Shopify, Walmart, Etsy, Alibaba, or Pinterest page and maybe you see a cool product that you want to get some more data on? Well, while you're on those pages, you can actually use the Helium 10 Chrome extension, Demand Analyzer, to get instant data about what's happening on Amazon for those keywords on these other websites. Or maybe you want to then follow up and get an actual supplier quote from a company on Alibaba.com in order to see if you can get this product produced. You can do that also with the Helium 10 Demand Analyzer. Both of these are part of the Helium 10 Chrome extension, which you can download for free at h10.me forward slash extension. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I'm your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show. That's a completely BS-free, unscripted and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. We've got a husband and wife dynamic serious seller duo here uh, for the first time on the show. The uh, Double J crew, uh, Josh and Jenna. How's it going, guys? Good. Going pretty well. Thanks Good. for having us. Yeah. Awesome. Now, where are you guys located? We are right outside Philly. Okay, so you're you're on the East Coast, all right? And is that where you guys were, were born and raised or are you transplants from somewhere else? So we, well, I'm a transplant. He is born and raised out here. I'm originally from the Midwest, the suburbs of Chicago. In West um, Philadelphia, born and raised. Born oh, I'm sorry, I, yep. <laughs> brought me back. <laughs> yes, yeah. Oh, we, she could sing it with you the whole thing. Oh, yes, I could. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, we, we met in college out here and I kind of fell in love with the East Coast. So we knew we wanted to raise our kids out here. So yeah, then we oh, ended up to say, yeah, You fell in love with him, and then you fell in love with the East Coast. Okay, but right, uh, yes. <laughs> okay, in that in that in that order there. Uh, exactly. What college did you guys uh, meet? We went to Nova Villanova. Villanova. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, I knew um, one of my favorite Clippers uh, was uh, Kerry Kittles way back in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Eighty-five here they won. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So um, the reason I know him is funny. Is it, it, here's a, here's just a really crazy story. You guys may or may not know I used to be a Zumba fitness influencer, I and didn't. and my channel that I created on Zumba that had you know thirty million views it was called Crazy Sock TV, and I created that is kind of like a branding kind of thing. I wanted to be memorable, um, so that people remember it was my brand and just not to be some random person dancing Zumba, which well there's a million people. So what I would do is I would have a crazy like one sock on one leg and then one sock on an arm. And that was what I came up with. It was always a crazy sock. But where I originally got that idea was, was Kerry Kittles, he would just have one sock he would play with uh, when he played with the Clippers, which is which is my team. And I'm like, that is the most weirdest thing I've ever seen. Uh, I'm, I'm going to roll with that idea. And that went to tens of millions of, of, of Zumba video uh, views. And so, yeah, that's my Villanova, uh, Villanova tie right there. Anyways, all right, so... You guys, uh, what, did, what did each of you uh, major in um, there? My bachelor's was in marketing and he was finance. Math and finance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, he took everything for fun math. He loves math. So like that, my, my fun classes were like astronomy and his were, I don't know, derivatives and anything he could with math. What did you guys do after graduation then? Did, did you either of you enter into that world that you, you, you guys were uh, studying? 
We did. We did a little bit. Um, so I did marketing for my dad's financial planning firm. And then um, I decided I wanted to be a teacher. So I went back. I got my master's of education, went down that route. Um, and then we were actually living in Chicago for the yeah. beginning of our marriage. Like, first four that. years. Yeah. Um, and then we had our twins and moved back out to the East Coast. And I definitely took a good break there um, for like the better part of a decade and didn't really jump back into anything until like, until this, I mean, not really fully into anything until this. And, and then, and then Josh, what were you doing all this, all this time? Uh, yeah, I'm assuming so I was, you, you were the income then if she mm-hmm. was taking a break. So what were you doing? Yep. All sorts of things in finance. Consulting. And, yeah. Everything. So working um, too many hours a week, <laughs> flying a hundred thousand miles a year, like, domestically only which you you probably fly that in four trips but around the world domestically yeah. that's a, a tar- harder target to hit so yeah it doesn't sound like an exciting job so what what was the thought process on like how you guys ended up with e-commerce was it just like all right uh, i don't want to do this always or were you looking for a side hustle or or how do you go from the finance and marketing world to and the stay at home you know world to switch to e-commerce so, I mean, that was definitely part of it, the the time constraints. And I think the um, idea that there could be some passive component to e-com was interesting, but I really was, I mean, Josh knows, I, would, I was admiring e-com for like the better part of a decade. I was that person that everything I looked at, I was like, oh, I could create this. I can make it better. Um, even with educational stuff and, and tools and resources, I was making my own and, and kind of like just admiring it from afar and saying, you know, when it's the right time, then, then I'll go into it. Because we are not like the dip your toe in type of people. We are like the... 50 foot cannonball jump all in. It's not like we're just going to try, you know, like a product and see how it goes. When we, <laughs> I knew when we were going to go in, it was going to be all in. So um, I was waiting for life to slow down. And it was really like actually the craziest, busiest time of our life. And I kind of just had this like epiphany that life doesn't really slow down, no matter how old your kids get. Um, so if I don't do it now, it's probably now or never. And I mean, I can, I can remember, I think it was like a month after we got out of the hospital with my son. So our oldest son has epilepsy and he had about a year of failed anti-seizure meds and treatments. And it was just in and out of the hospital and they eventually came up. So they have this all over the country, but it's the medical ketogenic diet for epilepsy. So they put him on that and we had to go to the hospital and we had to learn all about it. And I kind of had this moment of, I was like, this is more intense and exhausting than twins. This has been my dream forever. I'm like, if I don't jump in now, I'm never going to do it. Well, was there something that made you, that's still not a natural thing to just like jump into. Like, like, did you get hit with an ad somewhere or were you searching how to make money at home or, or how did you land on e-com? So I definitely found a couple ads there because there were, I did take a couple courses that were teaching you how you can sell on Amazon. Um, and I had already had ideas and I kind of thought mm-hmm. selling on Amazon, I, I didn't understand the process of it. So I was like, all right, so I think I can figure this out. There's courses to do it. So I took the courses, I downloaded like a ton of podcasts and he knew I kind of like dug into this hole of like, just learning and education. And I didn't want to bring it to him until I was like, I, was I can, like, you're doing great. Yeah. You're like, you're doing great. You're doing your own thing. Like, like I said, we're not like a dip your toe in type of person. I didn't want to bring it to him until I thought this is something he would like to. So I really just kind of like dug in on the courses and I already knew the things I wanted to create, but I didn't understand like the science, the research behind it. 
Um, and it's funny, we were talking about this. I was like, okay, so I listened to your serious sellers podcast before I could understand 10% of what you said. Um, and I remember like listening to one of your podcasts and a few others like it. And I was like, this is amazing. This part I don't understand creating design innovation. I understand the numbers. Well, what, the what year are we talking by the way about more or less 2019, 2020, 2021 last year, fall of like 2022, 2022. 2022. Fall 2022. Yeah. Wow. Fall 2022. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I listened to one of your episodes and a couple others and I was like, oh my goodness, Josh would love this. There's software, there's research, there's numbers that can go into this. So basically I hooked him by showing him that kind of stuff. I was like, look, if you can do the product research and you can tell me the numbers and you can do this, I will design and create the products. And look, they have software like Helium 10. He was like lit up. He's like, this is fantastic. I can play. I mean, he was playing around in it before we even had our first product. Like that. Oh. We were yeah. Like before we even really knew if we were going to do a product yet. Um, and now I'm like, now we're here. Uh, what happened? <laughs> yeah. So I hooked him with that kind of stuff. We're very different, very different in, in terms of like our interests and what we like. And I think it actually helps in this industry. So yeah, um, yeah that's I knew I wanted to for a long time. I don't think he knew he wanted to until he saw that aspect of the business that I could okay. kind of hook so, him in. So at this time, you still weren't working yourself. O only, only Josh was. I've done a lot of things on the side. Like I would just say side jobs and stuff like, you know, I've done yeah. network marketing coaching. and coaching and stuff like that. Um, coaching sports. Sorry. Yes. B yeah. Well, what sport did you coach? I volleyball. I played volleyball in college. So well, I just ah, coached okay. here and there whenever okay. I could camps and helped out schools and stuff. But, but you had, you had the, the kind of bandwidth, but, but, but Josh, you know, you know, traveling everything, if it was up to him, it probably might not have gotten done because he, he was pretty busy. Then. So that's an important thing to know, like, hey, maybe it's the husband, maybe it's the wife, but, but uh, you know, you got to have somebody who's uh, able to dedicate some time to this or else you might never get uh, started. So then you guys, you know, started dipping yourselves into to courses. And now the very first product that you launched, uh, are you still selling that product now? Yeah. The, well, I mean, it's of our FBA product. We have, yeah, we have, we launched our first ones for KDP books. And then our first product we launched last summer. Wait, talk talk about uh, that for a second. What, what made you, what made you go that route? So KDP, yeah. I mean, well, it's inexpensive and I already was creating designs and, and things like that. And I knew that was something that we could do while we're learning because we wanted to, when we wanted to launch products, we knew that we wanted to launch more than one at a time. And we wanted to make sure we had the research into it. And we knew they were going to take a while, especially coming up to, you know, the timing of the year that we were looking at sourcing products was a little tricky. It was January, right? Yeah, it was December, January. Yeah. A year ago was when we launched our first KDP book in February of last year. And it was really based on she knew the audience that she wanted to serve, but we had to test the content. And we felt like KDP was a good place to test the content of like a meal planner and fitness type trackers My and budget, budget planner, planner. and then on the education side cursive workbooks and you know things of that nature because when you look at the you know audience that you wanted to serve my research coming out of it was trying to find you know products that interested or that um that audience wanted at the time and so that's why we used kdp is we got to kind of test content and then we also got to test PPC, play with it and learn it and in a in a real experimental way instead of with an FBA product that was going to require a you know a large upfront investment in inventory and all that kind of stuff. And we had started that process, but it takes a while. So but basically you use a lot of the similar strategies like using Helium 10 to see demand and and that's how you like landed on what KDP thing you were going to uh, 
uh, launch and, and how to optimize your listing, things like that? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the, now at what point then were you like, hey, no, I, I want to do physical products? So some of our designs that went into the KDP books are actually used in our physical products. Um, we edited them, made them a little bit better. We were able to use some reviews. So for example, we have a meal planner, fitness tracker, or I think we called it the advanced meal planner um, and fitness tracker in KDP. In KDP. Um, and then we were able to make some improvements on that to make it into one of our vegan leather planners. Um, but yeah, so like we, those designs took me a lot of time to focus on and creating those. Um, so we just had to make some adjustments to make those doable. And we were able to get samples and stuff. As we put out that KDP book, we were getting samples because we knew we wanted to eventually make it in FBA. We knew that there was more money, obviously, in FBA than KDP. Were you able to do things by going you know, directly to somebody who actually physically produced this that was not an option with KDP, like a certain kind of cover or something like that, that you just literally could not even do KDP? Uh, what are some of those things? The KDP books, you can only do paperback or hardcover. You can have limited okay. size. Um, and as you know, with FBA, you can do anything you want, really. I mean, you can create any material cover um, things in our meal planner fitness tracker. One of the things that I wanted was that they could tear off their grocery list and take it with them. You can't have perforated pages in a KDP book. Um, and that's also, I think where you can get seen on KDP versus you're, you're shown everywhere on Amazon, right? And isn't KDP, I believe it's just the books that you're shown in. Yeah. You, you're shown in, you're shown in search to an extent, but it's an ISBN identified product, not an ASIN, not a traditional like ASIN, uh, product. So yeah, you're definitely limited as to where you show up. Do you use it kind of like as a like an incubator almost for some of your FBA, like if it really takes off with KDP, then that's what you maybe double down on and make a physical uh, copy. I, I, will, I will say yes. And our most successful product, which we launched in December that, that most recently, um, you know, fortunately exploded on like TikTok and and such is really a culmination of like a case study in that it's a handwriting set of handwriting workbooks that have disappearing ink and such. And most of that content you know, she built over time and we released in a variety of different like KDP workbooks while she was, you know, we kind of in always in mind had, man, it would be great to do this one thing. The keyword always looked great. There were so many things about it that we felt like we could improve and we were so excited about it, but we knew it would take a lot of time and KDP's content kind of feeling and seeing how things worked was really a huge part of the design over like a nine month period before we release those in December. And we're still using our KDP designs into new things. We have our, our newest product coming out, the Bible verse mapping that we're working on getting those out by spring and they were in KDP. And now we're able to get those in a linen cover, a different thing for, um, for spring for FBA products. Too. What's your, what's your average retail price on the KDP side? And then of those, how much do you take home? Well, our average, Every one of our products on KDP is $9.99, except for the homeschool planner, which is $14.99. And on the okay. products that are nine, call it $10. On the products that are $10, we take home about $2.60 um, a sale. And then on the homeschool planner, we take home about $3.80, 90 cents, give or take. And then are you doing? PPC for this at all, or, or it's just all organic. 
Yeah, we do. Um, I think our total PBC spend on KDP is about $15 a day, maybe. Um, so it's, it's small, obviously it's all relative, but, um, but that 15, 1600 a month is net of, you know, PPC charges specifically. So it's a pretty low ACOS process as long as you don't get sucked into chasing physical products. If you stay in your lane, okay. recognize that you're a KDP product and not try to go after <laughs> FBA products. Not that I ever tried that. Um, <laughs> then you, you can, you can do fine. It's separate logon for KDP and you're a seller central because that that's kind of like a different, uh, it's not seller central. I know, but how different is the interface for advertising? I've never, you know, I know Shivali, you know, probably knows this, but I've never done advertising for, for KDP. Uh, is it very similar? Like, you know, you can do, you know, phrase match and, and yep, sponsor brand identical. campaigns or it's almost, it's, almost identical. Now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, were you selling the entirety of 2023 or did you start later, not January? KDP. No, was KDP. Our was- first one was February and then our second one was like April. And then our first FBA product was July 1. Okay. So not a full year of KDP, not a full year, obviously, of FBA. What would you say if you were to combine the gross sales of both on Amazon only for for your planners and, and things? Uh, what uh, what would you say it was total at the end of, uh, end of the In year? In the past year? since since well we yeah. haven't been out a year but yeah yeah okay yeah. so total 2023 um, yeah. about 400,000 are you still doing your your day job or did you at some point last year go all in on the ecom uh Josh yeah all no in. no it took about like 8 days to realize that there's no chance i was going to not be able to to like go all in into this it that, was too much fun was, yeah you and and the hours you worked and the time you worked i mean I mean, not to say that you don't right now, whereas we're starting everything up, but, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we're trying to launch a good amount of stuff. It's a lot different being on a plane, a hundred thousand miles a year than it is being, you know, up late at night talking with, with manufacturers or something, but still in your own house. <laughs> it's a little different. Was this your first year in a few years that you you didn't make your high status on your, your travel? Uh, I, I absolutely, second. Probably it, second year. it was the second year, but it was the first year I haven't been on an airplane. Oh in like my goodness. entire life. Really? Oh, wow. amazing. Right? Yeah. When, when was, I mean, I guess so. Yeah. No, we've really, cause, cause after COVID we actually started driving everywhere. Like if we went somewhere, our kids love it too. the kids like it. And, and frankly, it's fun for the two of us. And the know. things we like to do. I mean, we, we love to go to the mountains and snowboard. They're all close enough here. The ocean, the beach, all that stuff is, is driving distance from here, which growing up in the Midwest, that's, that's not possible. Yeah. So I love that we can just get to anything within a couple hours. By the way, it was great, great story. We're in the Midwest and after school, and she's like, "Oh, we, you can snowboard here." And I was like, "Awesome, where?" And we, she's like, "I'll take you this place." And we're driving, and the nav, you know, those old Tom Tom things, right? Is like this is when we lived in Chicago, like, right after we got know, married. Two miles, you're at your destination, and I'm like, Jen, I can see about 15 miles in any direction right now. There is nowhere to actually, you, I don't believe, I like, kind of, I want to believe you. It's not so much snowboarding in the Midwest, it's, it's like a downward hill, you know? Yeah, I was like, this is like a sled hill. We found a hill somewhere <laughs> that we could turn into, yeah. So yeah, we, we like the mountains out here. Yeah, we don't, don't got much of that here exactly in my town where I live a few miles from the beach here in California. But um, all right, now at what point did you guys discover um, TikTok shop? One of your serious seller podcasts in... The, uh, in the fall, um, you had on 
a create some a creator who did a video a viral a video that went viral for um i think one of lizzie's products um but i forget exactly which one it was might have been the bodysuit um one of them but but you had someone on that was explaining kind of some how some of it worked and it was super intriguing and then we went to the meeting in new york where lizzie spoke and Jenna drove home and you from set it up New York City, and I set up the I set up our TikTok shop in the car on, on the hotspot. Well, on what the they're talking back. about, guys, by the way, is we have um they're Helium Ten Elite members, and we have a quarterly in person workshop for Helium Ten Elite members, and we did one in New York, and we brought somebody uh, Elizabeth who's been on the podcast before talking about TikTok shop, and and she kind of broke down exactly what she did. And I remember you guys at that, it was like light bulbs were, were going off in your head as you guys were watching. We're like, wait, wait a minute. We've got a perfect kind of product that would do well on TikTok shop. So then you got home or you said on the way home, not even, you weren't even home yet. Oh, yeah. You're already setting it up uh, on the way home in the car. Yeah. I feel like in the, in the car because the kids were with my with their my parents. Their yeah, we had a kid free couple days, but you dr- like literally on the drive. I mean, what is it? It's less than three hours from New York. Oh to yeah, Philly. it's a couple hours. He was done by the time we got back. He's like, "We're set up. Let's go." <laughs> I was like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> now, at what point there were you like, "Oh man, we're on to something"? Like, what was your first kind of like viral day or? Ah, uh, you know, remember Chris, that? frankly, Christmas was our first viral yes. day on Christmas Day. You know, our my I had. <laughs> alerts on like sale alerts on TikTok because we didn't get too many before that so we had sales but not compared like, to amazon very few. and so our phone i'm like it's christmas leave me alone who is bothering me and i was like not that many family and friends are trying to say merry christmas and so it was sales and we had no idea what was going on and it was a you know video that was about 10 seconds long that someone had posted that had picked up and had you know, half a million views that day and a million by the next. And the following day sold us out of our meal planners. Uh, it was uh, f- about 500 on TikTok and about 800 on Amazon. So at that point- Sold out in like two days. Yeah, it generated more Amazon sales than TikTok shop, even though it was from TikTok shop for that first our, product. Yeah, as well as our website. So you didn't have like a link. It was just like, it got sold out and then people were just trying to search for it on Amazon uh you know to try and get it and they found your product through there yep and our website yeah and we found where they found it was um banner ads like sponsored display ads because they recognized Mm -hmm. the product so if they would search for something meal planner fitness or whatever our banner ads had like a you know six percent a cost i remember we're looking at them and i was like oh that's what like they didn't necessarily know what to search because i didn't really think about it at the time we just had the title as graceful by design meal planner fitness tracker or something whereas all the conversions ppc were happening from there and that's when we kind of realized you know there's something to this to your point about your question about when did we realize like this was a thing when we realized how well these markets could play off each other and help each other that was when that day christmas and the day after was when i was like oh yeah oh wow like this is this is a thing. <laughs> I think you were pretty excited about it pretty early though. Yeah, I was excited. I'm the pessimist. I was the one that was like, I don't know. I mean, we're, we're still, we just had our second product go viral even more so. And I'm still like, I don't know if we should we get the inventory. Is it going to repeat? <laughs> yeah, it probably won't work. Yeah. <laughs> so now the, the planners on Amazon, this is not, 
this wasn't your KDP. This was a physical one. So what's the yeah. retail price on these on, on Amazon? 1999. Um, it was 1999. And then, so what, what kind of profit margin on Amazon? Um, actually before PPC about 50%. Um, so their 240 landed plus small stand. We, we made sure that package their 0.74 inches thick so that we can fit in small standard. So basically about a 50% or shade above 50% margin. And then with, on, with PPC, uh, uh, with PPC, uh, like if you take launch and everything into consideration, the first, you know, three, four months, which was the end of last year where, you know, we 20% net margins on including launch. So about, about 20%, probably, probably more, you know, if we're not considering launch in there now. Yeah. Now, if, what kind of retail price did you have it on uh TikTok shop? Did you still keep it at nineteen ninety nine or did you take advantage of how you can just add shipping and 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 TikTok pays for it, or at least they were before? Yeah, so so we did not do that where we lower the price because so TikTok shop for uh sellers who use seller shipping, which is what we were doing, um, because we are fulfilling some of it from our Amazon inventory, for example, all of it from our Amazon inventory mm -hmm. that if you spent $20 as a customer, they would pay for shipping, uh, TikTok yeah. shop, meaning so the, the customer would get it for free for shipping and then TikTok shop would reimburse us. And basically the $7.99 is like for one item quantity of one is what they would do. So we would make the product $20 and shipping $7.99. And as long as mm -hmm. we do that, the customer doesn't pay shipping and we get the $20 and reimbursed for shipping at $7.99. So, right, so, so on Amazon, let's say that you were taking home, you know, after PPC and stuff, you know, like let's say six, six bucks or, or something like that, you know, maybe five, $6 or, or so, which is, which is pretty decent on, on Amazon. Mm -hmm. not, not many people can say that. Uh, but then for that same order on TikTok shop, how much money were you taking due to TikTok, like subsidizing your, your fees and, and all this other stuff? Yep. So basically to break it down, so we would get the 20 minus the 20% commission that went to that creator, right? So we would mm -hmm. get 16 for the product plus the $7.99 for the shipping reimbursement. So $23.99 that we would receive. And TikTok pays the influencer directly. We don't have to do all that accounting. Thank goodness. Nice. So $23.99 that we would receive. It's $240 landed and our MCF fee to like ship and deliver an item to a customer is $8. And, and change, mm -hmm. but eight call it eight dollars. So twenty three ninety nine in and um, around eleven dollars and fifty cents out. So double plus. You're do yeah, double or more the profit margin for the exact same product on TikTok Shop. Now, what's this, Jenna? Are you doing some kind of like? Are you the influencer for your own product? You like? Are you doing like lives or or, or videos or or, some, or am I getting you guys confused with somebody? No, else? no, that's yeah. I mean, I, I do it. I do it. Um, it's. You know, I, I really <laughs> more so. I mean, they had different promotions that they were running that you could get ad credits for doing lives. That's why I, I don't think I get a lot of traffic, and that's really not, in my opinion, where we get a large amount of sales. The sales, I mean, especially with our group books, that's all. That was all because of videos and influencers. So it gave us ad credits, which was great. Um, but personally, I'm not 
I do it for the business, but I, I'm not a fan of, of being in front of the camera any more than I need to. Mm-hmm. But I was all for, you know, s- starting up a small business when they were like, I think it was like $1,500 in ad credits. I was like, I'll do it. Let's do it. Let's, you yeah, know. That's what it was. No, you're that's right. During December, if you went live, you know, a certain amount of time and spent 1500 they would give you 1500 in ad credit. And so we yeah. basically did, did that. And the day... The promotion ended they deposited 15 like they were exactly as they said it would be and she was tortured every minute that she was live so i would never classify (laughs) myself as an influencer that's what i love about tiktok shop that you can use the professionals that that do that as your influencers okay so now you guys i mean technically if if you know christmas was was around um you know was around where you really started taking off um you know by and the time that we're recording this podcast um you know maybe you like you can talk about your first full month of TikTok shop. What were the gross sales on that platform? Since if you include Christmas in that time, um, they're $250,000 on just TikTok in, shop. In, in one week or one week, uh, in one, in one month, in one TikTok month, in shop. one 30 or 72 hour period, they were $180,000. So <laughs> that was like Groove Books viral crazy, yeah. video, which was crazy. Yeah. And it's amazing to me still because we had a, a few large influencers that were like, you know, half a million followers. And I'm or like, more, I, yeah. I was the optimist for those. I'm like, this is going to be the one. And they did great videos. And the video that took off, that's what, I like 9 million views now. I don't know. Yeah, over is, 9 is, million. She had, I think, just under 40,000 input, which yeah. is still big, but it's not like the half million or, or, you know, near a million followers that we had other people. So you just don't know. I, and I mean, the video was so, good. So the fact that you guys did a 250 or a quarter of a million does that mean that your influencers took home like 50 grand themselves for doing so, videos? So for, for that, that influencer specifically um, generated, yeah, she's like the nicest person. And we were so happy because she sent a message, you know, that the commission was like life changing. She was ready to get to be done with this. And she generated 40? her, uh, it was uh, 30,000 and change in commission income that she generated based on her post. And that just like, that's again, when further, it has furthered this point of like, you don't have to be the influencer because, you know, Jenna can be Jenna and talk to the influencers, which again, we try to do like on it. Like we write cards to them when they make content, like all of those types of things. And then it's so much more natural and the creators love doing posts on Jenna's products because she can relate to them and she cares. Like she genuinely cares. And it was so cool to see that from a couple of the moms that have had really successful posts on our products that you just sit there and you're like, this is a great, great business model that even though they're increasing TikTok shop, increasing their referral fees, no problem. Worth every penny. Yo, you, you guys have some hijackers on some of your you must have be out of stock or something. You guys know about that? I'm just looking at your, <laughs> yep. your store yes. right now. Yep. All right. You, got, you guys need to take care of that. Do some test We're orders. Get, kick, those, we already, kick those guys off or something. Do you they, mind if I show people your your, no, your, your product no, no. page here? No. All right. Let me. Um, they're the worst because the like, shipping is like weeks and weeks and weeks. So we ordered it right yeah, away. Yeah, it's but. killing. Well, I mean, the fact, you know, that, that that's when you, that by the way, that that's when it's like, you know, until you get it fixed, you know, where you might want to like suppress your listing um where you take out the images and then nobody can sell on it you know so that you know you're every day that somebody has it active you're like losing your 
your keyword rank and your conversion rate and stuff like that. So, so, so if you don't think you're going to fix that right away, you know, try and get your listing suppressed somehow, you know, taking out and the images, can, doing something. I, I, I said, uh, this is where you're always learning in this space because yeah. these are problems that you didn't know would be problems. Inventory management sure. didn't know that was a problem till all of a sudden it was a problem. Big problem. So it's been <laughs> yep. great to have resources and help from people like, uh, you know, helium 10 elite folks and other folks in the space, which is, such a help because you're yep. going through for the first time. So then going back to your main product, which is in stock here, uh, this is the main one that you sell on TikTok as well, right? And the ones that, that went viral before? It was the first one that went viral. Um, it's not the largest selling of our products anymore, but it's the second. And it was the one that was here first. This product released in August. Yeah, August. Did this originally start as KDP or this was a uh, from, from Oh, scratch? yes, I do yeah. have a KDP. You, you made yep. No, we did a version of this via KDP, oh, okay. which if, yeah, Jenna's author page is like uh, Amazon.com slash author slash Jenna Coleman. And that's where her KDP stuff is. And there's a there's like a, 11 KDP. It's called like the advanced meal, the advanced weekly meal planner. Yep. But yeah, we reached a okay. BSR of like two <laughs> and then it wow. all went out of stock. <laughs> All right. So then this, you know, and then this is, this is what you also have on your, um, TikTok page and so doing some cool numbers. All right. So, so you, you showed me the other day, like there is a, for anybody who has a, an Amazon account and a Shopify account, they can literally start TikTok shop within like what, 20 minutes, would you say, or less or. Yeah. I mean, we've had some people that have taken time to like if they have a sole prop like where they don't have a business in some ways like where they don't have an EIN or some things there's been some people that has taken some time but TikTok's due diligence on you as a company the Shopify system seems to um, serve as enough validation for TikTok shop that they're good to go and you get set up pretty quick with a shop and then an ad account on the business side. And, and then it pulls from their Amazon inventory. So I, you know, I, you guys don't have a way to share your screen, but maybe you can just verbally um, walk through those steps. So somebody has their Amazon account and then do they need to have the Shopify account already tied to their Amazon through like uh, buy with prime? Yeah. Uh, so, okay. So good question, but not buy with prime for fulfilling on TikTok shop buy with prime can be used on your actual Shopify website. Like if you have your website on Shopify, but you don't actually need a website to do the TikTok, Shopify, Amazon integration. As long as you have okay. the program Shopify, there's two sides to it. There's the TikTok side and there is a native app. In other words, TikTok shop has built an app that sits on Shopify's uh, interface. So you can download on Shopify the TikTok app that allows you to create your shop and create your business center and ads manager, right? So all from Shopify to TikTok shop. So it can push to TikTok. And then um, if you have like a personal TikTok account, it can link that to your store and convert it to a business account basically in Shopify. Wh where do they go in Shopify? If they have their Shopify account, they got their Amazon account. What's the, if they're not tied together, how do you, uh, do they need to get it from the Amazon app store, the, the Shopify app from the Amazon app store to, to tie it to their Shopify account in the Shopify app store, there is a TikTok app 
and an Amazon MCF app. They need both. Okay, so you do it through Shopify instead of uh, Amazon. We do it in the middle, yeah. And then the Amazon MCF app is what pulls from Amazon. And all they do really there is they have to sync up the SKU, right, to make sure that the Mm -hmm. SKU in Shopify matches the one in Amazon, which the app will say you're good, and then that your shipping map. So if you say standard shipping, defaults to MCF standard. If you've ever done an MCF, if the person has done an MCF order, then it will say, okay, when an order comes in and you fulfill it, it's going to fulfill via whichever MCF option, standard option. So that way TikTok shop syncs immediately to Shopify. Shopify pulls the inventory and ships it. And then Shopify gives the tracking number back to TikTok shop. And then when you, when you, you know, set up your TikTok shop, um, from your Shopify, and if your Shopify is already pulling in your Amazon, um, you know, images and things like that, the Shopify site it publishes all your images and and description and stuff to TikTok Shop, right? Yep. Wow. So so guys, this this is not this is not rocket science where you have to know coding and and a bunch of crazy things in order to get up and running. But at the same time, it's not something that Hey, you just turn it on and you make a quarter of a million dollars, um, you know, in, in a month, it, it require, you know, it's heavily on, on influencers. So, so what's, what's your, your guys' best suggestions of somebody's just setting up, they, they do everything you just said until now they've got their Amazon store. Now they got their Shopify set up. Now they set up their TikTok shop. It's pulling, it's all tied to Shopify and tied to, to Amazon. How do I get eyeballs in front of my product? The two biggest recommendations we would say is that so i'll let her say on our account what we should have because there are some things that you should have on your account when an influencer looks you up it's kind of like having a website if they go to your shop and you don't have any posts or anything so i'll let her cover that but on the on the flip side on the affiliate side you know you can go into the affiliate dashboard right inside tiktok shop and you have a you know immediate direct access to creators. And that is really where you can do 50 at a time where you can reach out to, you can create a message, select a product that you want to offer them a commission to promote, and they'll receive your DM right in their affiliate dashboard that invites them to promote that product. And so being able to get in there and send 50 of those a day to, to reach out to folks that are relevant to at least your audience um, and be careful not just going after huge you know, creators. Um, you're able to see how each creator does. You're able to see their sales, their engagement, all that kind of stuff. And you can go and directly reach out and just use the hard work method instead of the you know, blast or spend money just throwing you know money to build your awareness, you can do just manual reach outs. But then on our page. So I, I would say, I think in the beginning, no matter what, it's hard to get influencers to talk to you because you haven't had any product sales, right? They can see how much you made. So mm-hmm. I think it's really important yeah. to focus on connecting with them. And I think a lot of influencers, when they're sharing a product, they don't just want to know what it is and how much it is. They want to know the story behind it. So a lot of the ones that we connected with, especially some of the bigger influencers where they have plenty of, 
options of what to share. They kind of want to know the story behind your product. And a lot of people love to know when there is a small business owner behind it. Why did you create it? Who are you? What what went into this? And that helps in connecting in the story. So a lot of them use that I've connected with the fact that I'm, I'm a homeschool parent. And a lot of them are homeschool parents in terms of some of the educational stuff or um, other ones I've connected with, I'm a former public school teacher too. And they connected the fact that we, you know, that we were both educators. Um, some of it is mom life and connecting with, you know, busy meal planning and just connecting in different ways. So if you're just honest about your story, sometimes it's the things that surprised me that we had connections on that they were like, wow, that's really cool. I also have a kid, you know, one with allergies on a specific diet that, you know, I saw, you know, you created a meal planner or something. And, and so different ways to connect the making of your products and, and sharing in those. Like I try to do reels a little bit on that. Um, and sometimes that will help because I think when they're considering, they go through and see some of your reels that you've created, not just your products. They don't just go to your storefront. I will notice they'll sometimes like my reels and my reels don't have many views. A lot of them have like, you know, on like a hundred, yeah. a couple hundred, but the influencers will go and check to see, you know, like, and sometimes I'll talk about why I made the product the way I did or the features of it. Um, so I really tried to push on that in the beginning because I think that helped connect with influencers. But then once you do have a product that goes viral and they see that you, you know, you have a business that could help them as well, then they come to you, but it doesn't then start they, that way. Then they come to you, right? So now it's different, which is nice. But I would say in the beginning, the pessimist in me, I was like, oh my goodness, how are we ever going to like get them to come to us? Or like we're a small business that haven't proven that we can make, but it really does. Yeah. It does change. When you go into that portal, you know, there's probably a hundred thousand influencers, a million influencers, whatever in there. How are you picking and choosing those 50 that you want to reach out to first? Really the same way that I think they're choosing us. Like I, I try to find people that connect with our brand. So when they're talking about educational stuff or their kids, or I see that they have an interest in, in, in recipes and cooking and things like that. We try to find ways that are natural connections. So um, that's part of it. But Because you can search by interest. Yes. So so in the affiliate mm-hmm. dashboard, you yeah. can search by interest. Right. And then, and then you know, that's the really cool part about it. You To have that background view into people that, that are going to be sharing your products, you can like go see what they're all about on their page. So it doesn't take long, but you know, we usually spend time checking out their page before we even message someone. All right. Now, now before we get into, you know, some, some just quick hitting strategies from you guys, um, if people want to reach out to you, I mean, they, they can obviously see your, your brand and I just showed it, you know, graceful by design, but if people want to reach out to you guys for more questions or help uh, with either TikTok or, or KDP or any of your specialties, how can they find you guys on the interwebs out there? The interwebs, I would say the best place is, uh, you know, Jenna, Jenna at gracefulbydesign.com. I do check on at graceful by design for TikTok um, or Instagram. It's at graceful by design LLC. Um, but either one of those, I, I do check the messaging in there, but yeah, it is. Uh, let, let's go ahead and get into your 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 sixty second tip or sixty second strategy. Uh, you know, maybe maybe one each. Give us any strategy that you think will be beneficial to our uh, listeners. I'm going to do a quick strategy on folks who are newer or who are getting into maybe wanting to get into this space. In case someone like that is watching, because um, this has been you know a real thing for us over the past year from you know building this together. And I would say that the the biggest thing in e-com is that you have to remember is that cash flow timing and the business, right? The real business aspects of 
any business hold true in e-com, right? So cash flow timing, when you're thinking about getting into a business and you see, you know, again, some of the courses out there that just say, you know, things are easy and things are this and you can make money quickly and all those types of things. I just would would say that uh, from a cautionary perspective that, you know, remember, this is a business that costs money. And, and when you sell more on something like Amazon or TikTok shop, you need more reserves that they hold and you have to spend more on inventory. And so, and so those, that's just like a fundamental business practice that I wanted to make sure, you know, we said is that it's not a, you know, fairy tale industry. It's a, it's a hard work, you know, business, real business. And I feel like that gets blushed over a little bit with a lot of the things that are out there. So that, that's just in general, a principle, and uh, and then my my less way less than sixty second tip is that you know your your biggest strength still is your brand and to build a strategy today without a brand I think is just challenging because then you can just be you so when you're reaching out to influencers or you're designing product you can really actually relate to it in addition to it being good research and all that kind of stuff, because people know whether you care about what it is that you're selling or making. Well, this is, it's been really great to see your journey, you know, from, from just learning about TikTok shop at that conference and then, you know, selling out and then, and then guys, you, n- nobody can hire me just out there. So I don't have any website or anything, but I, they're now my customers for, for my family run, running three PLs. Cause, uh, I have a warehouse here and I found out that they were, they were struggling with shipping. So I'm like, Hey, let, let me take your, your, your planners here and let me have my family help you guys ship. So they're shipping, you know, 20, 30 of these planners all the time. So like, Definitely it's, uh, it's really cool to firsthand see, see your growth and, uh, and now you know you're you're putting food on the table of that one influencer. Well, now 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 you're 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 employing my family as as well. So they, yeah, <laughs> you're changing lives here, left and right. I'm sure you're changing lives with uh, people who have listened to this episode, learning about the potential uh, on KDP um, with uh, TikTok Shop as well. So we'll definitely want to you know reach back out to you guys next. Uh, next year and see how you know we just got with you on your first full month of tiktok shop let, let, let's see what happens after a, a full year of amazon and, and tiktok shop you guys will be uh probably have some cool stories to to share so thank you so much for joining us oh.